welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And I'm Nathaniel Schacht. Yeah, and we have been already talking for Chatting. a while. Are we all talked out or is there anything else that... Yeah, it's time for bed. Maybe, yeah. yeah. That was a good talk, guys. Yeah. Tune in next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, I mean, we're just talking about carpentry and stuff. I worked on a project all afternoon. I was doing these pictures and I, I, I glued these these images down to some wood, okay? And then I put them all upside down and I put weights on them so that I have to wait until tomorrow till I can like take the weights off and look at them. But I thought, you know what, I'm going to take a peek at one of them. So I go to lift it up and didn't realize that I had a little bit of glue on the face of the image which glued it down to the surface I had put underneath, which was smooth plastic, but it glued to it anyway. And it just ripped the thing right off. So now I've got to redo one of them. But I have a feeling that this one's going to be a very successful do-it-yourself project. Except for one piece got ruined. I have to go back and do it as soon as I'm done here. So all you P31 people, yeah, hang on because it's going to be worth the wait. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been into DIY stuff a lot then, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I'm just yeah. like, you know what the lady at the craft store said to me today when I left? What's that? See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. She oh, said, you're a regular. Oh, oh, regular. Yeah. Are you kidding? She, she phoned yesterday to ask if they had something and she's, and, and mom had to say, well, I'm the person that was there twice already today. Yeah. And I she goes, oh, yeah, times. I know who you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was in there three times. Everything wow. is so close, though. It's like, just scoot over there. It takes three minutes to get there. It's oh, a three-minute yeah. rule here. Any yeah. Anything is three minutes away or less. That's right. Yeah, You're I right in the center. It. Everything's three minutes away from you. No, yeah. we're not in the center, actually. We're on the edge. But Are you on the edge? Believe it or not, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah, like in behind the people across the street from us is a field. Yeah, that's, that's the end. true. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. That's the end of the of the. I keep wanting to call it a town, but it's technically it's known as a city. Yeah, it's like uh, it is like a town, though. Yeah, Brandon's known as a city, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't. Not to hate on anyone from Brandon, but it never has felt like a city to me. City to me is like New York, right? <laughs> like Winnipeg doesn't feel like a city to me. Winnipeg doesn't feel like a city. There's a million people no. there, and it still doesn't feel like a city. There's that many people in Winnipeg? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's a big percentage of Canada right there. <laughs> <laughs> if you were okay. trying to convince someone well, to move really, to Winnipeg, why, like, say they lived in... Um, New York. Yeah, so they live in New York. No, because... That'd be a hard sell. Okay. That's an uh, easy it's sell. Similar. All right. So then, no, they live, I don't know. They live in BC or something like that. Why, why would you, it doesn't matter where they live. Let's start with that. Why would, what like good us. would you say, hey, move to Winnipeg because what? Well, you would have to know where they're from because then you can make comparisons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I said, no, never mind where they're from. Cause I'm thinking of all these comparisons that you're going to make. So we but just what have if to say what's is, good about Winnipeg. Is there Winnipeg? nothing? So in other words, you're saying that the only reason you should move to Winnipeg is because maybe it's not as bad as the place you're in now. That's wrong. Why <laughs> you don't know why you should freeze move to quite as much. Why? <laughs> the culture, right? The culture. The culture? We got it. We got it crazy here. You go yeah. to Red River, right? We have so many festivals here that celebrate our, our history. Yeah. That's true. Celebrate indigenous people. We got mm-hmm. the Human Rights Museum. Great museum. I'm sure I've never been. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. And we're not in indigenous. I'm, so I'm, I'm glad you, you fessed up on that because I was going to say, wait a, a minute, have, have you ever been there? <laughs> <laughs> it looks nice. Yeah. You know what I really like, actually? The biggest, <laughs> this is going to sound so stupid, but the biggest attraction to me in Winnipeg is the museum. Because I yeah. absolutely fell in love with one of the things in the museum that they've had there now for years. It's actually a tall ship, um, and it's oh, called the Nonsuch. And they sailed non-such. it. Yeah, they sailed it over overseas, and then they dismantled it, and then they built it in the museum. I could hang out on that ship all day long. 
It's, it's a just, real seafaring vessel. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. awesome. It is just so cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is, it is a pretty good museum. Mm-hmm. I've never been to other museums, though. So You know what? We got <laughs> oh, I, here. Uh, Marine Museum, I was there. That was awful. <sighs> what? Oh, shush. <laughs> what do we have here? We have the zoo. The zoo and is you great. Like and that our zoo. zoo is amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Oh. I love it here, man. Mm-hmm. We it's went to so a good. zoo where? Calgary, maybe? And they had all these butterflies. Do you remember the oh, butterflies? So, that atrium was really nice. Yeah. Or what would that be called for butterflies? I think you're right. Uh, like an atrium? Yeah. I or is think that so. for birds? No. Aviary is for birds. Atrium is just part of a building, an entranceway. Am I thinking of aviary, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. What is that called? Like, uh, sanctuary? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the butterfly okay. sanctuary. Oh, Madison so. was terrified. Think... She was so scared of butterflies. <laughs> Even when she was in high school, she was still scared of butterflies. It's funny. Well, they're so vicious. <laughs> they are they're very vicious. They're just the most gentle, beautiful little creature you could ever come across. And she just runs and screams from them. <laughs> that, that was a nice, a nice zoo. What are you, it's nice. What? What are you afraid of that most people are not afraid of? I know a lot of people. Let's just let's just talk my fears here, right? You okay. got uh, phone calls. Terrified of phone calls, even people I know. It's really? A real fear. What? What yeah. are you afraid is going to happen? I don't know. I just feel like a phone call is either a scam. Or it's going to just be really important stuff that I don't want to. Oh, like, oh, yeah, oh, so don't forget to pay me back it. that uh, yeah. $50,000 you owe me. That's right. I don't want to get called by, like, <laughs> Bell and saying, hey, by the way, your your phone, it doesn't exist anymore. Sorry. And then hang up. <laughs> well, at least but if not... you ghost them, then they can't reach you and they'll never do it. That ah. doesn't work with, with some places, though, because... Uh, Statistics Canada, they're the ones that are in charge of census and all kinds of things. Right. They call me on a regular basis, having to do with the company that we no longer run. And we haven't run for over a year, and they're still wanting me to fill out the the statistics for last year. And I just said, I don't think you understand. And she goes, oh, okay, okay. And then she says, okay, we won't call you again. Five minutes later, they're calling me back. They called, I don't know how many times yesterday. <laughs> they just, they don't Wow. Quit. But his yeah. is a bit of an irrational fear because he's also afraid of picking up the phone if his friends are calling. Okay. I'm afraid of responsibility. <laughs> oh, you're, okay, I'm going to make a prediction. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> you're going to hate life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going off to a rough start. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a lot of responsibility the second you leave uh, your parents' home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All yeah. right. Michael, what are but you... Uh, I do oh, have a, uh, okay, I do I have a very it. odd fear. What? Every time I cross into an elevator, I hold everything I have really tight. Because for some reason, I'm just afraid something will fly out of my pocket and fly into the elevator. Like into the <laughs> holes whoa, of the whoa, elevator. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. Can you say into that Into the again? holes of the elevator. <laughs> like if I'm holding keys and I cross into an elevator, I will yeah. hold the keys as tight as I can to the point where they're like breaking into my skin. <laughs> so, because so I do not want to risk dropping them into the elevator. Oh, into the elevator shaft. Yeah. Into that little, that little crack yeah, on the floor. Yeah, it happens. Is there I've a crack it. on the floor? Yeah, there is. Oh, that thing. For sure. Yeah. Oh, have you seen so the I've, videos of the little doggies? Someone taking their dog for a walk. And oh, then I've they, seen that before. That's awesome. They walk in the elevator, doors closed, dog's still on the outside. Oh. I always make sure Gabby's in the elevator. Oh, that's good. And I always that's put good. my foot in front of it so she can't get out. That's a weird fear of mine as well. You don't want her to fall in the crack? Yeah. The elevator shaft? <laughs> I guess one of the weird fears I have that's also common is probably thalassophobia. What is that's that? The, the fear of submerged objects. As in what? Okay. Give As me an in, example. like, look at a photo of the Titanic or, like, a sunken city or things like that, where you just get this really ominous, anxious feel when okay, looking that's, at it. Okay, oh. that's, that's a little, that's really interesting to me because I think it almost seems like it's a matter of degrees, right? Because when, or, uh, when I used to. the wrong thing. Well, when I used to go canoeing a lot, um, you would look down into the water as you're canoeing and all of a sudden you'd see like a heavy weed bed, right? 
in the in oh, the water. Maybe it wasn't submerged. Maybe it was someone's like uh, like come uh, some kind of river monster's hair. Uh, sure. <laughs> and, uh, Just, <laughs> but I have I have had it where um, this kind of freaked me out. I have had it where. I was in a boat that uh, piled up on the rocks, like hit rocks and just basically threw us all over the place on the, in the inside of the boat. And that's a bit creepy. Then all of a yeah. you know, you're just not expecting something like that. And all of a sudden, and it's a, it's a pretty hard hit, you know, and, right. and you're really moving, you're really bouncing all over. But, uh, but I can see that. I, I don't, I don't like swimming, um, like in deep water. I hate it. I, I just won't do it actually. Um, I just, I just can't stand the yeah. thought of having deep all ocean that. is horrifying. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I don't even yeah. want to see that. Like at IMAX or something, we went to see the coral reef once. I just and or Shark Week. I don't want to watch under the water. I can't watch that. I will say it just I did bother. Get... It just bothers me. I find it really unsettling. <laughs> I did get the name of the phobia wrong. Uh, oh. I have both of them. Thalassophobia is the fear of the ocean, which I also have, as in mm-hmm. deep ocean. But uh, the man-made object is submechophobia. Oh, okay. Yeah, phobias have weird names. Submechophobia. You said the man-made objects. Yeah, like a mechanical yeah. mecha submerged man-made objects. Yeah, submechophobia. Submerged. Submechanophobia. Made. Yeah. Mechanical. Mechanical. I think. Oh, so you're yeah. not afraid of the fish, you're saying. You're just afraid no, of... No, this is man-made objects. Are you serious? Like a, or is this a joke? Like, you get that anxious feel when you see, like, a boat, okay. like, sunken in the water. Oh, so, really? So okay. that, that video that I was telling you about, oh, this is going back a ways now, but on one of the podcasts I had mentioned, one of the creepiest things, thing, it, and if you were going to ask me, so I'm going to jump ahead and do this, but... Um, was that video of a guy, he was uh, um, just diving, right? He, and he had the camera and he was with friends of his and they were taking images of, of a whale. And, um, and all of a sudden he had the camera rolling and just out of, you know, out of the, the, the gloom, right, comes this, you know, this shape starts to, to kind of come together. And, uh, and it turned out to be a nuclear submarine coming at Oof. them. And it passed by them, very close by them. And it was to me that is terrifying. That to, yeah, to see something come out of out of nothing like that and then just glide by, and it freaked them all out too. And they even said that afterwards, that it was that was just the most horrifying thing. Oh, that would be sad. so scary! I oh, remember yeah. you were watching this um, TV show. It was like a documentary once, and you loved it. And hmm. they were they found this old old ship or something like that. I think they had taken a bunch of the artifacts. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> off of and they were, how old was it? And you were like, darling, this is really good stuff. Look at this. And then all of a sudden they pull out this like big statue of like Mickey Mouse from like yeah. the thirteen hundreds or something. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and it was it was this so is not real. <laughs> it was so well done. I think it was something like this: the sinking of the unbelievable or something like that. And then that. you realize when you saw the Mickey Mouse thing, wait a minute, this is not It's like performance art. So somebody right. went and crafted all this stuff and just threw it on the on the seabed and then sent somebody down to go and, and discover it. And it was, yeah. And it made you watch it for like 30 minutes before oh, yeah. you realized. Before I realized, like, oh, okay, I'm pretty doubtful they had Mickey Mouse back then, but uh, okay. I, I have that. weird fears. You probably know what they are already. Let's hear them. Oh, okay. I am afraid... I guess, or is it afraid, I, or stressed out? A phobia of opening of, of reading email. I can't. Uh, I love oh, reading true. snail mail. That's part of my responsibility fear as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. well <laughs> I'm just like thinking. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to look. I don't want to look at the email. I re- don't want to open email. I don't want to know. If somebody like has a gripe against me or something, I just don't want to see it. It's really funny because. During the day, I'm the one who has to go through all the email. And if there is an email that she has to answer for whatever reason, I'll say, okay, I have an email, but it's all good. Yeah, That's- you always, I always say, oh no, is it bad? That's my first but question I, all the time. So I always, I always say, but it's all good. And uh, someone just has a question and it's okay. You know, it, it's hilarious. I never... But, but yeah. in all fairness to anyone who does send email in, we do have two email addresses. So I do get the bulk of the email. 
you're you're filtering the info at Time Warp Wife, but all the Darlene at Darlene Shacked right now is coming into me. Oh, okay. And so I do see it, but sometimes I'm like, ah. So as I a joke, I don't know. I'm going to ask everybody to send <laughs> yeah. an email to Darlene at DarleneShack.net. I can't believe you said that or whatever. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, and just keep it really short and sound angry. And I feel yeah. like like I am going to. <laughs> well, I'm afraid awful. I'm going to have a physical reaction that I can't handle, like a panic attack. Right, a panic attack. Yeah, sort of like that squid. Exactly. Or the, sort of like the SpongeBob fall on the deck and flop like a fish. I <laughs> feel. <laughs> There's two more. There's two more. Two, oh, There's two, two more. You're only allowed one. Okay. No. Uh, so the other one, I'm afraid of falling downstairs. <gasps> and I, I really have a phobia of falling down the stairs. Like, I'm not afraid to walk downstairs, but I always hold on really well. I have this like very, very strong feeling that I am going to go down the stairs. I'm going to get very hurt. And it's not that far-fetched because I've fallen down the stairs a lot. I'm, I've fallen down the stairs in the show home. Remember, we were looking at this new house. Oh. It, it's so embarrassing. I fell down it's, the stairs almost at school comical. twice. Oh, I fall down the stairs a you lot. Fell down when the we went over to the show home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Well, the worst or the funniest I think was the time that you went next door to to welcome the neighbors. Oh, that was awful. And then you turned around to come back to our house and you just face planted right off their right off the landing, right yeah. into their front yard, into the grass, like face in, right? Hard. Hard. And then Because I didn't know there was a step down. Yeah. You know, you think you're on flat ground. So I went running to go running back to our house and then just like, bam, I went down. Yeah. Yeah. That was rough. And then I said to them, I'm not pregnant. Don't worry. I'm just chubby. (laughs) I think that's actually what you did say. Yeah. That sounds like something you would say. Yeah. 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 And then they just laughed. Yeah. Well, they they were horrified. They, Are you okay? And the I'd third thing. Oh yeah. The third thing is, um, which I I don't ever want to try food. I don't like. I don't want to try it because I'm afraid that my throat will reject it. And so people are like, try it. Just just try it. Just give it a taste. Okay. What happens when your throat rejects it? Like, does it just get like a bad gag I think reflex? That's called, like like my mom oh. used to make me eat liver. And okay, I well just, I couldn't yeah. eat the liver. And my mom would always say, you have to at least eat a few bites, but it would not go down. Okay. It would not go down. Okay. So it was like, I would try and it would, I would just like, like that. And then they would laugh and they would say, like, they'd say, oh, stop pretending. And then, liver's not good. Liver's Whoops. not good. Oh, it was, and we went to a restaurant once though. And I was like, I got this salad. And it was a jelly salad, and I thought it was like a nice sweet salad or something. And then I went to eat it, and it tasted. There was something weird in it, oh. or it was an oh, I think maybe it was a macaroni salad. Could be okay, and it tasted like sugar or something. And so then, as soon as I said "ugh" really <laughs> louder than I should have, and then the the manager came oh, over. Oh yes. And he's oh. like, "Is everything okay here?" And I was like, so embarrassed. Yeah, that but, was that was rough. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I don't want to try food. I'm I'm so like worried if someone's going to invite me over. And oh, do you remember Graham said? He no. said he was invited over to this couple from church. Oh yes. And they they were they went like for their youth group or something like that. And then yeah. they were like, yeah. stay for supper. I can't remember what they said they were having. Do you know? I what think it was mean? like a Vietnamese night. It it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And he said that every time he took a bite. He was kind of throwing up, yeah. but he was swallowing it. Yeah. And everybody's like, you're so quiet. Okay, am I supposed stuff. to beep that out later? <laughs> no, I mean, we're not saying Vietnamese food is bad. No, no I have no, had no. some. No, but Graham great. is so fussy. But a lot of people are really queasy when you talk about a subject like this. <sighs> Let really them are. be. Let, <laughs> Let them okay. be queasy. Yeah, it's not like a submarine is going to come out of nowhere. That's right. You know okay. what? People are oh, picky. Yeah, That's you guys can say that because you're not going to get the email. I'm going right. to get all that email coming in. Yes, you know what? I will I leak I my email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, there's only one food I can think of that I still to this day cannot eat, and I don't know why, because it tasted great. 
What's that? But just part of me could not eat it. It was a shrimp cocktail. Uh, I can, I've never tried it. Okay. Yeah. With the cocktail sauce and everything? With the sauce. Yeah. I put it in my That's mouth the good. first time and I just like, oh, this tastes fine, but I couldn't swallow it. Like I guess it's, it's not part of me was buddy. telling me, do not eat this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh, it was really? like an allergic reaction. Who knows? My thing is Brussels sprouts. I've had mm. Brussels sprouts. They weren't oh. good, but I don't know what you hate about them. No, it's not, it's not even that I, I like them or hate them. I just can't eat them. Oh, okay. I, I get yeah. instantly really, really sick. Like your body feels like it's just taste. closing your throat? Yeah, like I can't breathe. I, I got I that with just turn color. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just bad. Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of weird, like, in a way, sort of like, too, when I can climb up somewhere really high, but if I try to get down, it's like my mind wants to do it, but my body is saying no. That's like I, the, the cat in the tree effect. Yeah. You can go up, but you can't come down. Yeah. I think that's why people are afraid of like, you know, say you're afraid to climb up a ladder really high. Like, you know, you're going to be fine. It's no different than being five feet off the ground or a hundred feet. But it's almost like you're afraid that your body is going to do something while you're up there that you can't control. Do you know... Does that make sense? This is going to be a really probably ominous question, but... Have you ever been on like the top of a mountain or a tall thing with a friend and had the urge to just push them? Like not that you actually <laughs> would, but you thought, what if I pushed them, right? Yeah. Okay. Anybody who works for a video. police department, just tune out. Yeah. Right <laughs> no, no, no. But this is, this is a common thing. Or you're standing at the yes. edge of a building and it's like, whoa, whoa, what whoa, if I whoa. jumped? Whoa. <laughs> Wait. What do you mean this is a common thing? This yeah. is super common. You just run those scenarios in your head. Like, what, what would happen if I just, like, what? jumped no. off this mountain? Yes. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Let me stop yes. you there. You're no, a strange you person. You, you're not yeah. No, you do not. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, okay, what if I push this person off right now? Oh, why am I thinking that? Oh, what if I'm, right. I'm going to do it? And then you start getting really, like, freaked out about your thought. And you know there's what a I'm part thinking of you that right thinks now. you're going to do it. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, but you know what I'm thinking right now is the time we went to Drumheller and we were in the Badlands and we yeah. were on that cliff <laughs> yeah. and you were there. <laughs> That's Are the you only, telling me? You're the only person he's been to the top of a mountain. Yeah, with, so now I have know. stood on the t- I stood on the yeah. top of that hill and thought, <laughs> like, what if I just jumped in the center? <laughs> no, you no, wait say, a minute. What if wait I a minute. That off. Ho- hold it, hold it. <laughs> I'm I'm not great at math, but I know two plus two. And so if you and I were at the top of the highest place <laughs> that you've ever been, and yeah. you're telling me now. That oh, it's on, really on a mountain. <laughs> it's really common to want to push the person off the mountain that you're with. Because we both have those thoughts. <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> we mountain. You're freaks, both of Do, you. Nathaniel you know, would just mountain. look at me and give me the nod, and I'd be like, "Are you thinking what I'm thinking?" What is it? Because I had the I had the car keys. That you, that's the only re- reason you didn't push me off the cliff. Do you remember that gondola ride we had? Oh, yeah. oh, 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 I don't want to hear this. But the whole time through it, I thought, like, what if I just, like, dived out of the window? <laughs> right? Like, wouldn't that be crazy? Did you think about pushing Dad out? Didn't think about that in that moment. That wouldn't have looked as cool. Oh, like, boy. Well, no, everybody I'm, has these thoughts. Like, you're going... standing at a mountain and thinking, hey, could I jump down this and slide down it? Wouldn't that be awesome? I was underwhelmed by the mountains in Banff. I thought they looked so small. Those were beautiful. I I thought, okay, when gorgeous. Oh, they're beautiful. When I was like eighteen, it it looks to me like okay. When I was eighteen, I was a good runner and stuff like that. It looks to me like I could just run up to the top in like you could you could four minutes and run back down. Oh, and they look so small. Never the gondola ride was like longer than four minutes. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Well, that's not- because it has to be really careful around the trees and all that. <laughs> but if I was the trees, trying, they, I'd they're just over be- top of <laughs> They don't wind the gondola between the trees. Like now I couldn't do it, of course. I'm not going to run a mountain in like a few minutes. But four it, it looks that small minutes. to me. It looked, like, it looked like I could just run up to that top of that mountain and be back in like a, a second. I think because like, the movies you see are like Mount Everest. Yes. That's what I was like expecting. A day to get out of it. These are big mountains. Yeah. Like the ones mm. we were on. And you look yeah, down there, it's a nice valley good. of trees. Oh, beautiful oh. valley. Oh, oh just gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. I love the shopping part. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go back. I want to go back to Lake Louise. I want to stay at that hotel. Why yeah. don't we do that next year? 
Uh-huh. Not this summer, but next. Okay, all the people listening, <laughs> make sure that you keep Michael accountable for this. Well, yeah, I this said, is, I'm, this. I'm just asking a question. Why don't we? He's already backing off. And here's the answer. Uh, why don't we? Because I'm going to get pushed out of a gondola or a helicopter or off the side of a mountain. <laughs> no, That's you're going to see me dive. <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden like why did he do that I you've seriously know. never had that thought like you stood on a top of a mountain and thought like what if i just like slid down this thing never wow never. yeah that's i feel like that's a really common thing just no. to run that scenario and you not like you're actually thinking of doing it you're just thinking of what if my body did it like what yeah if? like no i've never even thought the whole not, it's not like you're wow. thinking it's a good idea but you're thinking what if my body did something i didn't want it to do right now yeah, like let's just run in my head. What would happen? Yeah, oh, I think yeah. that's really unhealthy because that would. I think the worst, the worst thing that, hmm, the worst situation I've ever been in, probably the most dangerous situation I've, and I've been in a few. So let me think a second. I think it's. I think it's probably it. Okay, I, but you're, if you're going to tell the train story, no. I think okay, okay, okay. No, no. All right, what? That's no. So one time, um, oh, when I was back, what's yeah, that? The train track, no, the, the train track story. <laughs> it's a good story. No, but he's told it on the podcast at least once before. Okay. Just, okay. No, no. <laughs> let's hear that. I, I had a, um, an extension ladder. So, so I was supposed to, mm-hmm. I was given the job to paint just like a gable of a building. Right. And it was a church. And, um, the problem was, is this, this portion that the painter couldn't reach, and he's and he said his his balance was terrible, and it was. So he didn't want to go up too high on the ladder because he was really unsteady, and I wasn't unsteady. So I said, "Oh, I'll do it for you, no problem." And then he says, "Okay, okay, I'll give you a hand." So he he lifts up this this long extension ladder on top of another section of roof on this building, um, and then he extends this thing all the way, and. The way that it had to be, the, the way that it had to be angled, when I walked up this thing, and he wasn't holding the ladder because he was even afraid to go on to the first level, so he he got down, and so I climbed up this ladder, and I don't know how far up there I was. I was right at the very last rung, and I had to go farther yet, like you know. So I had to go that I'm standing on like the second last rung on an extension ladder, and the angle of it was making the ladder kind of bounce away from the building. Every time I pushed the paintbrush to paint, the ladder would start to to shift on me. It was the most dangerous thing I'd ever done. I would have absolutely killed myself if I would have fallen. And yeah, so that to me, that Yikes. was that was the worst. Now, if I would have had a thought in my head that I wonder what would happen if I just jumped, you know, <laughs> I think I probably or, would, it would have ended me. You right know there. what my thought wow. would probably be? I would be up there. I would thinking, I'd be thinking, what would happen if my body all of a sudden wanted to start swaying this ladder back and forth? Right. And that, oh, yeah. I'd get so scared of my thoughts. That would just and kill you. Like stop that, yourself that would mentally. be terrible. Yeah, yeah. because I, then I'd be thinking, "What if I'm going to do it now?" Because I'm thinking about it, and I'd be, I'd be freaked out. That would be my thought up there. Like, oh no, I'm going to start swinging this ladder back and forth, and it's gonna it's gonna fall. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Little so. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm going to have to give that some thought about you and your wanting to jump off mountains. That's just no, it's, it's not wanting to. It's thinking about the act of doing it. Okay. So who could we get together? Semantics. Who could we bring to Banff with us? I don't know. I wonder who would go. Let's do a giveaway. Can... Okay. No. <laughs> bring I some stranger. Met, I think she had family. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think anyone wants to go to Banff with you. No. No oh, way. Come on. You're terrified. I'm now. freaked out and I know you. So <laughs> we'll make sure we take a visit to the mountains. A getaway. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, yeah. we've got we've got well, yeah, I mean we can pile into the into Still camping Jeep on Lake Louise. That would be you know, oh, that would be a lot bring of Bring a fun, banjo, bring a guitar, you know. It wouldn't bring be a banjo. And it wouldn't necessarily <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we, the hillbillies or something? <laughs> so fun. <laughs> well, we would, um, it wouldn't be that expensive either, just to, to you know, point the car that direction and go. It's about a yeah. 16-hour drive. 
that's not yeah. nice. In, in Canadian terms, that's that's a short You know what would drive. probably, I know what's going to happen already. We're going to say, okay, we're going I mean, on this trip. We're going on this vacation. And then right before the week comes, you and Graham will say, oh, yeah, we forgot to book it off. And now we can't get the day off, the week off, you know? Do you think you'd remit, you'd actually book it off? Book off a trip? Work. Yeah, absolutely. You would? 100%. So what if you were the only one going with us? Would you still go? Even if the brothers yeah. were like, no, we're too busy. Yeah. You would? I'd go alone oh. if I had to. Okay, well, that might be. <laughs> <laughs> so next year okay well providing that get saving get any saving better than this year pandemic wise then, yeah. yeah then we can yeah. do that yeah that'd be fun i think that'd be a lot of fun okay so since dad brought it up i wasn't going to bring it up but there was i saw this graph a couple of days ago that showed that our city well nathaniel city winnipeg that's right is the number two city in all of Canada and the United States for what do you call that percentage of like oh, the per crime? COVID per COVID capita? COVID per capita. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, and that we were number two, and the other one was one of the other provinces in Canada. But then, then we had a record day Michigan. today. We'll, yeah. Yeah, Michigan was, I don't was know. up there, and Maine. Wow. Yeah, yeah, all but I'm talking about states. being number one and two now. All of a sudden, we've We're got like, one. we've got record days. We could be like mm -hmm. the worst yeah. out of all. It's crazy here. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's out of control. It is yeah. out of control. So, Nathaniel, you know that Dad's birthday is coming up soon. D May now 20, I do. May twenty sixth. <laughs> May twenty sixth. So is it on the twenty sixth? Yeah. It's not Movember? This is the very first time you've ever known my you birthday You say that now. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like one day I just get woken up and say, hey, it's dad's birthday. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. You're completely unaware of what day and what month or whatever. You refuse yeah. to tell me. But I did. Yeah. So I will remember this. Start making no, him uh, make him some <laughs> music not. or a card or something. Get a little bit creative. You don't have to spend money, but you can spend a little time making him something special. <gasps> Write me a song. Ooh, that would be amazing. That would be so cool. Yeah. And I'll play it on the podcast. I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shaking my head with a face. She's going, no. You could, could share a bit that. of it on the podcast. I'll but... make you a nice little folk song. Get some vocals uh, in there. Okay. <gasps> Your vocals? Yeah, why not? Oh, why didn't I ask for that for my birthday? Yeah. Oh. This is something I can do. Really? You would share your vocals on this podcast? Oh. <laughs> or is it just for, share it on the podcast. For, his, for his ears only? <laughs> well, we'll see how good it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't that have to be... share it on the podcast if oh, you're singing. Yeah. No, no. That would that. be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That's so... a really unique. That would be a unique gift. Wow. Yeah. I could be. sing a little birthday song. Happy, you could happy birthday. make a nice folk song like <laughs> Grandpa. The Fleet Foxes style for it. Make it like you three know, songs in one. You know the only other things that you've ever made for me? Um, there was two actually. Two things. One of them was a painted rock, which I still have. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And what was the other one? It was... Um, one of them <gasps> made a pug and one made a D.O.G.? And we used to have a little pug on the ledge with a D-O-G out of wood. Who made that? Did uh, you make a D-O-G out of wood? Like the letters D-O-G? Yeah, I don't I was know wondering what they why are right were, now. I, I have no spinning. idea what you're talking about. No. The little letters, they said D-O-G, and they sat on our ledge beside... Oh, that was Graham. Are you sure? Because didn't Graham yeah. make the pug? Mm, okay. What pug? You made there was the a pug that sat with it. You made the shelf, huh. Nathaniel. I, do, I did make the shelf. I made... Yeah. I saw that shelf. You a card. It's down the basement. Nice. I made you a few. I made you. I made a book that you have. I yes. have a colored yeah. printer, so if you want to make him a card, I can print it for you. I'll make you. I'm gonna give you a a song on DVD. DVD. Or CD. C C <laughs> on a CD. <laughs> because you know I don't DVD. have a CD player anywhere. Uh, I'll make. I'll get it pressed onto some vinyl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you can make them. Make them a mixtape. I'll get Ooh. you like a print. <laughs> yeah, cassette yeah. or eight track. 
That's oh, it. Of course, of course, yeah. That would be impressive. Oh, you have <laughs> like totally lot. missed that whole era of the mixtape. You would, you would have loved, yeah, all yeah. those, all the different media. Oh man, yeah, you that would have been fun. It. People would like spend their time listening to the radio, and then my friend Lisa taped them all so so that we could listen in her car, and she would like uh, play the songs, tape the songs off the radio off her cassette player. And then, like, you have to click right away when the song is off because the DJ starts talking. Oh, it was just, it was so weird <laughs> how, how bad our technology was, but we loved it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that kept us busy on Saturday afternoons, like making a tape like that or something. Just all of our favorite songs, hear what's coming on the radio and start recording songs and stuff. And then make them for the ones that you love. This is really cool, but I used to go over to my grandmother's place because she had a really, really high-end, like, studio quality for (laughs) some reason. High-end? No, seriously. She had a high-end, a high-five? Studio quality. High-five? Okay, are you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like your grandma. Studio quality, um, reel-to-reel tape deck. Or not tape deck, but, you know, have you ever seen those? Like, like they have the, it, it's 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 basically two eight inch uh, spools, eight inch reels kind of thing, oh, like almost okay. like m- like movie film, right? Yeah. And you, you wind it through, and it goes to another one, and it and it she plays. Had one of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like and a it, tape recorder. Yeah, and it was all like the professional uh, professional tapes of of all different types of artists. Those things would be worth. I, a f- fortune now watched a video of a, of a studio that actually has one of those because specific people want to record onto tape yeah and that's, it's that's so exactly cool right. the yeah. effects you have to do like flange apparently you like push on the tape as it's going and things like that yes yeah and so it's, i used to do all that kind of stuff like i would listen to it all the time and, and there was she had a whole stack of things to listen to like elvis and beatles and all of that kind awesome. of awesome yeah it really was those really are so was. cool i would have one of those just in my room <laughs> Yeah, and the quality of the sound was, it beat anything I'd ever heard. Yeah, those sound good. Yeah. yeah. They I have mean, a sound totally that people prefer. Quality. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, just a little side note on that. I heard a, was... an interesting thing. Okay. Oh, what's that? Sorry. Yeah, I heard an interesting thing about the dates of uh, something being vintage and antique. That Ooh. I believe okay. if it's vintage, it's 20 or older. Mm-hmm. But if it's antique, it's over 100. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. I kind of knew sort of like ballpark. Like I know what vintage things look like and I know what antique things look like, but didn't know there was a specific date for it. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It could be wrong, but that's what I heard earlier. I've heard for for cars that was the vintage cars were twenty years or older. So that that actually is exactly what I've what I've heard over and over. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. When we were in the 90s, I think, antiques were a very big deal. We would, everybody wanted to go antiquing. Like, there were lots of antique stores, and everyone would be buying antique stuff and refurbishing yeah. it. And they were so high-priced. They were incredibly yeah. expensive. Yeah, and really, yeah, can take like, a lot of water-damaged stuff and everything. Yeah. It's still cool, but it's not quite as popular as it was back in the 90s, because a lot of that stuff now you can buy in the store that looks vintage. They're making a lot of things now that look like the old style, you know, so yeah. you can actually uh-huh. buy something that's new and smells good too. And it's, <laughs> it's going to, it's mud? not going to be like an arm and a leg. Sometimes the wear of it can add to it though. Like look <laughs> at the Bible you have, mm-hmm. like the wear of it being in a fire, like a famous fire that happened in London. Yeah. So yeah. that like, the the damage adds to the history of it. It makes it almost cooler. Yeah, and if anybody's wondering about that, it was uh, the Bible was printed in 1600, and then in 17, I don't remember, 1760 or something, there was what a... What was his name? Do you remember? Uh, Charles Walmsley. And so they, they basically kicked him out of England because he was Catholic, and uh, it wasn't popular to be Catholic in England. And so they burned down the abbey, and this was one of the only books that actually was taken out of the of the library, and it was on fire actually. So it, it was it was damaged on the spine of it, and uh, somehow made its way to me. And so yeah, it's uh, just sitting in your in your office in my office here, yeah. And so uh, yeah, but it, what what a piece of history! Super oh. cool thing. Oh yeah. There's yeah. a picture of him on Wikipedia. 
His hairdo looks a little bit like Betty White, I would say. He's got like white hair, kind of like a little bit curly on the sides. I don't know, but yeah. So he died in 1797. Okay, so mid-1700 sounds about right. Yeah, and you said he was what about the Catholic Church? Something about that. Uh, he was the um, Bishop Metropolitan, um, which was the second in command under the Pope. He was he was referred to as the Pope of Northern England at the time. Oh wow! Yeah, so, but um, what was he oh, doing yeah, in London? He wasn't in London actually. It was out of London, but that's oh, where. Okay. Yeah, he was. Oh, here it is, Vicar Apostolic. That's that's oh, uh, and that's how we haven't heard that. Yeah, and that's how he signed the the Bible that I've got. Is he has the whole you know bishop apostolic oh, blah blah that's blah blah cool. blah. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't really he also have a note in there about I'm sorry that I said bad words or something? No, somebody else. Like this book is just so old that one of the one of the inscriptions at the front was I will not use my parents' money to buy alcohol. At the beginning, That's right. at, mm. at the front of this mm-hmm. Bible, and it's and that writing in it is so old; it's just like bled through and the whole bit. It's just it's yeah. really the history of it is really cool. Ah, so his remains are right now at Downside Abbey, not to be confused with Downton Abbey. Downside Abbey. Downside Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a... And they're placed in a vault beneath the choir of the Abbey Church. That huh. would be a bit creepy to me. So why why isn't someone from there after your Bible? I don't get that. They, they might be. be if they you knew see anyone existed. in like suits. Do I see any in outside you see our any, door? Like, spooky looking people looking yes. in your windows with suits uh, on. Constantly. Yeah. Wow, maybe that's why I have a fear of that. <laughs> a fear of men in suits. <laughs> men in long robes standing outside my house. <laughs> with, walking with, around your house all the time with white hair and what are oh. those like buns on the side? <laughs> what? That's what he has. That's what, That's he what has. William Walmsley, or no, what? Charles, Charles Walmsley has. <laughs> yeah. He's got like these little, bu- he sort, looks like Betty of, White or something. Sort of like George Whitfield. I don't know if you've, you gotta, you've got to Google George Whitfield. Like a, no, it's actually like white-haired Princess Leah. Like it, he's got like a little bit of like poof on the side of his I head. Can't. Yeah, it's, I was going to say. The old, the old wigs, there. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and he has a big, he has a surprised look on his face. It's a woodcut, so it's not it's totally like he's accurate. wearing like a big. Oh, look what he's holding Russian in the hats. picture. He's holding <gasps> my book. What if that you was your that, Bible in the you picture? Think that's it? <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh that man, that would be pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, we're Bishop, you know, yeah. you know what that reminds me of. I don't know why this reminds me of this, but oh, what is that movie? It's one of my favorite movies. And Jim Caviezel's in it, and it's about a guy who finds this old radio, and his dad died years ago. Oh, yeah, Frequency. That movie, yeah. And then he's talking to his dad from the past through this, like, radio. Do you remember it, Nathaniel? It's one of my favorite movies. I do, with the fire? Yes, his dad was a a firefighter. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then he's like... This is my dad. How do I know it's my dad or whatever? And then all of a sudden, his dad would be like, "Okay, I'm going to go hide something in the floorboard for him to find." Like, oh yeah, you know, hide it somewhere. Fifty years later or it. something. Yeah, or else he'll be like, "Okay, I'm digging something in the garden underneath the flowers. Go, go look for it right now." And then he'd run out there and go look, and it would be all old, like it'd been sitting there for a long time. So what if William Walmsley would be like saying to dad, no, I keep calling him William. Why? That's okay. Is that Braveheart? You're you're sort of doing the Braveheart thing. Oh, that's the Braveheart thing. Not William Walmsley, but it's okay. I don't know who that is. Charles Walmsley. Charles Walmsley. Yeah, but who's William Walmsley? Why do I keep thinking that? There is no William Walmsley. Oh, then why did you say the Braveheart? Because you, you were saying William and I just thought you're definitely doing the William Wallace thing, not Walmsley. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. I'm doing the Wamsley. William Wamsley rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, hey, Mike, look, it's, I'll prove it to me. I'm going to hold your Bible in the picture. Look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what if you could see like a little inscription? He's holding it up like to the camera. I want my Bible back, he's saying. <laughs> it says, if you, look, you like enlarge it in Photoshop and you can see tiny letters, it says, 
hey Mike right on <laughs> the, the coolest thing though and I, I think I probably have said this before but the coolest thing about that well not the coolest thing about the Bible but it's really neat to see some of your favorite, you know, favorite Bible verses written in Old English and so yes, uh, yeah. it's really cool to see that like actual and, Old English yeah that's right and um, but but it's an annotated it's the first annotated Bible ever and wow. um, and it says and I'll never forget I opened it up to one space to, to just to read the annotations and it said the word Protestant, it, like this is, wasn't part of the text. This was because right. they were warring, right? This was the Catholics in 1600, right? It w- the yeah. Reformation was just raging and the whole bit. And he says the, the Protestant means the devil himself is what it says. I just thought, wow, they would even, you know, write that into their Bibles. That just, you can just feel the animosity. Is this like study notes? Mm-hmm. These are the annotations. That's right. Study notes to, to try to explain, to help explain what the text is saying. But they were just off on this thing about Protestants and how it, they're so awful. And, you know, so, oh, what a, what a piece of, uh, what a do piece you know of history. What, do you know what version it was? Um, it is, well, it's a Douay Reims Bible. So it was printed okay. in Douay. Yeah. And, uh, and it was at is that it time, really it's Catholic. Is it really a Reims Bible? Yeah. Because it was, um, there was no King James Bible because King James wasn't even king at that point. So this oh, was this predates the, the King James version. It predates the King James Bible, yeah. Huh. Um, but almost, mm. almost word for word, it's it's almost the same. Like I right. mean, if you were to read through it, but you wouldn't read it too quickly because in the Old English, it's a, it's it's not That's that tough. easy. To, yeah, to read really, you know, really fluently through it. I can barely read the verses we use. Yeah. yeah. Speaking we, we had of, a lot which, of fun that one time. I want to bring up one more thing before. Oh. Okay. Before the pages. Bring down the word. I, sh- I was shining a light through the pages and had all these weird symbols and markings in the paper. Yep. Well, do you know what that is? Those what? are watermarks. And so. In Dad's Bible? Yeah. Yeah. It like had watermarks in each page. Yeah. So what happens um, for books back then is that they were. The, pap- the pages were made more of rag content like cotton than Mm. they were of paper right and those are watermarks um, made by the manufacturer of the paper and so that's why the paper isn't all completely yellowed and and acidic and eaten away so the paper is almost the same as good as it was the day that it was printed right and you know and because it's a heavy it's a heavy what they call rag paper and so it'll it'll last forever but the ink had a had iron content in it so it has bled a little bit into the paper, but not bad. And there's the occasional wormhole here and there, you know, from, from actual bookworms. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which just makes it all that much That's, better. It's so cool. Yeah. William really Wormhole. William there. Wormhole. Oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to read our Bible verse of the week to us? Oh, you, you better know it. You be, yeah. <laughs> you better know it? I better. <laughs> that, that sounds like something you guys are going to ponder for the name of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, better know it. Oh, yeah, you know what? You're the one who usually gets the honor of having the podcast named after something. It's always at like, the same moment, too. Because like, he's the only funny guy on this that podcast, could be. I thank guess. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Funny person. I'll, I'll name this one, I Push You Off the Mountain or something like that. No. no. I want to push you off the mountain. I want to. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> well, now I have to. Right. Or will I? Yeah. all right so you ready for this we are man psalms is this big psalms 143 10 (laughs) yeah psalms is very it goes to 150 so you're right near the end (laughs) huh not 155 i thought it was 155 pretty sure it's 150 Hmm. you're gonna it depends on the version probably who knows no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basing that on my 1600 Bible. That's right. Just right. kidding. This is KG. Uh, yeah, so it is 150. Me. You're right. 150. Okay. Okay. Teach me. Teach me. <laughs> you guys do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. There's always what? a delay. Okay. Ready? <laughs> He's going to say something now. Okay. Silence. Yes. Teach me to do thy will. For thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Hmm. Did you really split the word up? Right. It really took me a minute. I thought it, I thought it was like uprighteousness. 
when I first saw it, but that, that's definitely not it. Uprightness. That's that's not a real word. Come on. Okay. Land of uprightness. And and what was the uh, what was the Bible verse? What where was it found? Psalm, Psalm one four three ten. One four three ten. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You can put way. that together. Kind of reminds me of that thing that you had to correct yourself on. Is Nathaniel still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just seemed like it got really silent. It must have been a fan on the um, on our soundboard or something. It just suddenly, I felt like the whole room just went silent. That's weird. Maybe something's yeah. wrong with my head. <laughs> nah, you're yeah. good. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it was very odd. All right, so I was I was thinking this reminds me of what we had talked about actually about a month ago. Maybe that where you were saying that God will teach you all things and that you said, you know, you don't oh, have yeah. any need yeah, that yeah. for men to teach you things. Yeah. Which we yeah, so we talked about that and kind yeah. of like clarified what you meant by that, but it's it's beautiful while at the same time that men, that God will use men to teach us things throughout our life, yeah. that we always have that mm. guide of the Holy Spirit too, so that when we are reading on our own or when we're just walking and living by ourselves during the week, when we're not in the presence of someone who is our mentor or our teacher, mm-hmm. we know that the Holy Spirit will always be convicting us, teaching us, leading us, showing us the light. Um, impressing things upon our heart. And so it's so important that we are listening to that voice because there's a wor- there's a verse in the Bible, and, and I do quote it often, but I can't remember where it is. It's about the searing of your conscience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let me read what that says here. It is... Um, well, when you're looking up that, I just want to clarify okay. that when I was saying about teaching, it when when uh, when people are teaching, it is teaching in discipline, and so um, all the references in Scripture point to that. So, people will teach discipline. The Holy Spirit teaches us the meaning of verses of of what we're reading as we're reading it. So, well, um, do you remember that couple in the Bible that went and they explained the scriptures more fully? Uh, Priscilla and Aquila. Yes, yeah. they yep. explained the scriptures more fully. Yeah. I think that there there are Sunday school teachers who definitely are not just what you said there is. They are just disciplines. Mm-hmm. But explaining the scriptures to them, there's a lot of people who don't understand scripture who needs someone to explain it to them right but what i'm yeah okay so what i'm saying is that when we read scripture let me let me rephrase this then good so when we read when we read (laughs) scripture um and we you know we prayerfully approach scripture we you know we we have our prayer time and we're reading scripture the holy spirit will reveal things to us in scripture Okay, so mm-hmm. now in the case of, of Apollos, because that's who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so he was preaching, but he was new to the faith, right? And so um, he was saying things that weren't quite, like it wasn't anything that they were going to jump up and say, hold it, hold it, hold it, don't, don't say that, right? And so they explained it to him a little bit more fully. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't really give you a whole lot of what it was that they were talking about. And so, you know, it's kind of hard to draw a conclusion on that. But I'm just saying the Holy Spirit does teach us. And um, I'm not saying that people can't teach you what Scripture means, but you want to hear it from the Holy Spirit, right? Because then you know it's completely accurate. Where people can get it wrong. Like, look at Apollos. What if he was teaching somebody else those things? Which he might have been, Well, there's a lot of people that also think... They read the scriptures and they think that the Holy Spirit has revealed it to them. And they are, they have not studied enough of the Bible to know that, wait a minute, no, you're taking that out of context. And so they yep. need people to explain it to them even now well, you in see, this day isn't and age, that the problem? to explain it to them more carefully so that they can understand it. Well, that's the problem though, because you're, you're answering it with the same, you're just kind of perpetuating a problem by doing that. I'm saying that perfect teaching comes from the Holy Spirit. And so if you have somebody like Apollos who's standing up and he's saying something that might not quite be right, and then they take him to the side and say, oh, yeah, you know what? You were close, but, but it's actually this. And he'll go, oh, okay. But all those people that heard it will think something differently now. Now, it's, it's up to us to make sure that we are in Scripture so that we can spot these things. Um, yeah. You know, and, and that 
we cannot blame somebody else for bad teaching. We need to go to Scripture, and we need to have the Holy Spirit reveal these things to us ourselves in a way that we can really understand. Because I can go to one person who's speaking, and he'll say one thing. Then you go to another very well-respected pastor, and he's going to have a different take on exactly the same thing. Well, who's right? Who's right? You know, and mm-hmm. there's just so much to know. So that's why it is absolutely on us to pick up our Bibles, make sure that we're in the Word of God, so that we can spot these things, and you know, and we'll understand them. And if there's something that we're not sure about, pray about it. Right, but we can also, with that instruction that we have taken from either side, we have things to weigh as we think about it. I'm just not sure why you make a point of like dividing that and saying that teachers will um, teach disciplines and the Holy Spirit will teach the rest. Because a lot of what a teacher will teach is to be disciplined in our life. To Because a lot of what Paul wrote about, like if you look at the book of Romans, right, and so many people will concentrate just on their favorite part of the book of Romans. And, and the problem is, is you have one group that'll say, you know, chapter four, five, and six, okay? okay? Because they're really into justification by faith. But another group will say, oh, no, no, it's, it's chapter nine. That's the most important. Some is chapter 11. And it really depends on what your theological background is. But people will do that. And, and hardly anybody will speak about the book of Romans as a book. But the book of Romans, if you read the first nine chapters, it is all about sin. It's not about just justification. It's not about, you know, it, you, can't, you can't zoom in on it and say, oh, yeah, it's, Romans is all about justification. And I've heard that. And I say, no, it is not. It is absolutely not. And it's not because if you read it from the beginning to the end, you will see that it's not. If, mm-hmm. But that's the problem. Well, is, I'm not saying that you have to accept everything that people say no. as like, you know, this is the gospel truth, because I think that what you take from teachers mm-hmm. is you take their guidance and then you have to weigh it and rightfully divide the scriptures. But I think it's also important that we do have these people in our lives that are teaching us those things. Well, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not debating that at all. So okay. it's, it's good to have people, if you trust the person too, though, that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. You can't just listen to anybody. And if you are in the word of God, and this is, that was a good point, by the way, if you are in the word of God and you are listening to the spirit and the spirit is revealing the word to you, then you are going to know who's telling you the truth. You're going to know. And you're going to know who's not telling you the truth, you know? Yeah. So the point being is we should listen to the Spirit speaking to us. The problem is, is that being in the Word of God is not being taught. You know, people are going to books and people are going to teachers to try to get all of their learning. And that's the problem here. I think there is that the difference is the dependence. Yes. We should not be dependent upon them for our exactly. learning, but we are dependent upon the Holy Spirit for exactly. our, our instruction. That's, yeah, that's but what that, I'm saying. But it adds to it. So what I like to do, here's an example of how I study the Bible. Mm-hmm. If anyone's listening, um, <laughs> probably listening. they all hung up by now. I think they all clicked off. So oh boy. they clicked off around the mountain story, I think. But Maybe. I love to all listen right. to like someone like John Corson. <laughs> Okay. And then he explains scripture and, and teaches me things that I hadn't considered, shows me a different way, even though I might have heard this story like a thousand times. And then I hear John Corson preach it and I go, ooh, what he's saying makes so much sense. But when I'm listening to any one of his sermons, I pause at least every five minutes. I pause it so it takes me like it would take me all night to listen to one of his sermons because I will then go to my sources and check it out. I go to the blue letter Bible. If he says the Greek word for this is that is this, and this is what it means. 
pause, go look, go check out my Greek mm-hmm. letter Bible yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. So I go to the original source, I check it, I weigh the scriptures, if he gives, you know, a cross-reference. And sometimes there are times when I say, hmm, I don't really see it the same way as him. I don't, exactly. No, I don't see it the same way as him, but that yeah. doesn't mean that I throw the baby out with the bathwater either. No, but... Because um, there is a lot of good in that. But you, you make a very good point with that, is that what you're doing is what Paul loved. And so if anybody were, um, like anybody else were to have somebody double check what they say all the time would drive them a bit crazy. But Paul came out and said that he really appreciated the Bereans and he called them noble because anything that Paul said, they would go to scripture and they would make sure that it was so. And Paul loved that. And he, he loved it to a point where he even wrote that in a book about them and said and called them the noble Bereans because they searched the scriptures to make sure that it was so. So yes, mm-hmm. we have teachers who, you know, we have teachers in the churches teaching us, but the onus is on us to make sure we take that back to our own Bible and we read that and we make sure that we are comfortable that that is true. You know, and we prayerfully approach that because there are some things that can really cause a lot of damage if we don't get it right. Yeah. So I want to read that verse you're talking about. Sure. Acts seventeen eleven. Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that verse. Every day. That's really good. Noble. I mean, there's, and that's what it is, is that yes, we have teachers on this earth that are going to teach us, but the onus is on us to make sure that we take that back to scripture and make sure that it is so. Yeah. I'm just looking at the cross references, but yeah, that's really, that's really good. I like that. Yeah. I, I, I have to memorize that scripture because that's a really good one to remember and to follow their example. Yeah, and I'm really passionate on that because I, I know people that, that preach. And uh, and like you're saying, there's some things that you found, yeah, you don't quite agree with. but And I'm the same way. There's some people that I, I really love, you know, to, to hear. And, and just, you can just... But I have to the, say those things aren't really deal breakers. They're more like... No, no. Yeah, okay. But, but the one, one guy that I, I really like, I just, I just really like him. He's just such a, such a kind old soul and, you know, but we did, I, I disagree with him on, on some things. And, Ooh. oh, I'm not going to say, but... Why? I say John Corson. Name, yeah. Well, I'm not calling anybody out, but, um, but there's a few... Well, I'm calling you out, John. Get over <laughs> calling here. Calling you out, John. But, um, <laughs> no, but, I love him. That's what I'm calling yeah, out. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. But we can still be respectful and still love that person, you know, even though we disagree with him. I mean, if it was a I don't even breaker, like to use that in the same sentence, like, because it makes it sound like I disagree with him on a lot of points, which I don't. I mean, they're very yeah. minor. You know, I just think sometimes, no, I don't think, I, I, I think that's a stretch. I'm not really think, you know, I don't, that's not the way I'm seeing it. It's maybe not but that it's, you disagree. It's just that you have another, a, a different opinion. Yeah, I got a different <laughs> take on it or something. Yeah. Think, really? Is that what he meant? Like, you know, or I look and think, well, no, the Greek word, I don't really see that. But I mean, he knows his Bible really well. And I think this guy has a lot to teach me, as do a lot of pastors. And so I like to listen to sermons for that reason, almost like it's an extra Bible study aid, but it's not my Bible study. Mm-hmm. It's just an aid that I use with my Bible study, if yeah. that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But, but like I say, I mean, we, it's, it's amazing how much we have at our fingertips in a, in a Bible, just how much is in there. And wow. I mean, going through Romans, I I used Romans as an example because it has taken me weeks to get through Romans because literally I, I would read only maybe two or three verses in a, in a two hour sitting. And that's all, that's all that I would get because I would read and think about that and just go, wow. And, you know, and then move on from there. So it's, oh, you know what I think could easily happen Hmm. is that people could watch a movie like the chosen. Okay. Which is real, not, not a movie, a TV show. Yeah. But then kind of go away from that feeling like they just had their Bible study for the day. Yeah. Which is, yeah. <laughs> which is something I think that even they say, like, 
you know, at the end of the day, we're just a TV show. Like, yeah. and we have to remember that too. At the end of the day, the people that are teaching us are humans, human that, beings. That's a very modern idea. Very modern idea. And that's, and, and that is really pervasive in the churches where there are so many, so many people that read nothing but their favorite author and never read scripture, you know, and, and that's when it becomes, that, that's when it becomes a problem because you can be led away even by somebody that you trust, you know, you feel like you can trust them, you know, you can be led away by that. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. This is the part of the podcast where Nathaniel takes a little nap. Yeah, and now he's back, that's, right? That's right. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> right, he uh, goes, oh, what? I like to go yeah. like right in the middle of our conversation. What do you think, Nathaniel? Yeah, yeah it really catches me off guard. <laughs> Pause. Do you want my final opinion on this? Sure. Yes. I force even talking about the same thing here. Let's hope that the best information, <laughs> we all pull the information from the same source, right? So if yeah. you really want the best information, the source is where you want to get it. And sure, you can hear people's take on the source. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. you want your own take on it, I mean, just read the Bible, study it, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's not wrong to hear other people's opinion, might disagree with them or have a different view on it. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you want your own, read it, study it for yourself. I like that. Not even the not, if. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not wrong to get somebody else's opinion on something, but right. if you're not in a position to know whether their opinion is right or wrong, that's a huge problem. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Let's close. We have gone overboard on this We one. are way over time. It's going to be we're a long one. For it. I think. Yeah. I think we can, I don't think we have to crop it out or anything. I think we're good to go. Yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah. No, sir. And you I mean, don't have, do to have to work tonight. No. Oh, that's nice. That's pretty well. It's a good night for me. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So uh, don't forget to uh, check out Nathaniel Schacht Music Online. He's got tons of songs up there. You're going to love them. More coming soon. More coming soon. And if you're in a real chill mood, this is exactly the kind of music you want to listen to. Or at least a single for your birthday. Really good stuff. That's right. It kind of makes me feel like I'm at the planetarium or something when I'm listening to it. Yeah. Sorry, me and Nathaniel are having our own conversation. I know, you guys are talking away. <laughs> yeah. I was just saying, no, I'm not expecting an album. <laughs> I'm just going no, I'll on get you in an, the background. I'll get you a single. That's good enough. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. <laughs> anyway. And I got a little doll here with me. She's going to say oh, goodbye. She's going to talk to us as we're, we're Oh, wait a minute, out. wait a minute. Did you say check out my P3 one? I haven't said that <gasps> yet. Well, check out. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. So go to Time Warp Wife Ministries, where you're going to find daily devotions, um, marriage prayers. That is the worst. What are you listening to? Bible studies. It is Bible a doll. Hold my hand, please. It is an antique doll that she bought, and, and this thing falls over all the time. It says, hold my hand, help me walk. And I Aww. love you, mommy, she says. Now that all my kids Aww. go out, this is what happened when all yeah. your kids move away. Yeah. You... Oh, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. It's, it's beyond annoying. <laughs> and this sort of synthesized, hey, mommy voice. <laughs> right. Well, crackling. Great. Yeah. She's, she's so cute. So myp31.com. Check out myp31home.com. Yeah. And we will talk to you next week. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye for now.